Ahoy everybody! Thank you for tuning in to Airborne Entrepreneur. Hi everyone, I hope you are having a great day and more conversation about why to even shift from traditional to more connective, higher level of, of leadership. Why to move from that uh, egocentric, controlling command leadership to, to more ethical and more servant leadership. I have already shared a lot of, uh, anal- uh, for all analytical brains, for C and D energies, I already s- shared a lot of research that was done. And there's so much out there to see the impact of ethical, great leadership and, and uh, culture, how culture actually influences performance and results. And I can share a few links if you need more. Uh, there is a lot of Harvard research. There's a lot of research done around this topic and there was a lot of lot of numbers shared from perspective of how many people, I think it was 53% people leaving the job because of the uh, toxicity and toxic culture or toxic leader. And that is uh, alarming. I think the numbers in general are very alarming from perspective of uh, the future of organization or future of our business. And I also can share that from uh, from performance of myself and my business, uh, how we change and how our results changed because we change as people in a business. We are attracting amazing people that work with us. And, and I will never say that work for us because they work with us all the time. And everyone has space in our business. And it's amazing how people grow and change through working with us. And I love that. And I think that change in how we lead and, and a change of from from being or trying to be the best and and always controlling and have an idea of what everyone does and how they do it just that release of those responsibilities actually help me as a leader as well to reduce stress to reduce tension anxiety and worries and and all those stories that were making they were making my head so busy and i moved to more creative space and more heart-centered space and I'm so so grateful for that because all people are meeting now around me all people that work with us or I work with are the best people in the world and I love how they're coming from heart and how we are all aligned and I really wish that people can and are able to create these kind of cultures where people can thrive where, where people can be happy and just feel so good and and fulfilled. I think that's that's probably all of our goals, like all leaders' goal. That means to move from traditional manager, managerial or control command leadership to influential and inspirational leadership is a big journey, right? And I guess it's also massive aspirational goal to become that leader. And I probably have good news for you. It is a real journey but actually is not that hard for those of you or for people they are really open to accept the fact that there is no other way to build actually sustainable successful team or business and for those that are really prepared to take a leap take a massive step and, and really start to work on themselves and take a chance and improve and if that's you, if you are prepared, I will share a few things with you that can really help you to start. And 
I think from perspective to be or to be ethical, heart-centered or thought leader or servant leader is the is the most important type of leadership for the future generations. And if you want to enhance balance and well-being and your your inner well-being, you you must come from servant position. There is no other way and it is actually so easy when you will start to do it you will you will realize how actually simple that is there is not a lot of rules around that it's just being truly you and understanding how to put yourself into that servant heart and look i will probably say where to start or how to do it when you want to move from analytical mind more to heart and and more to feelings or from that rigid structure to intuition and use more of that intuition in business and leadership and uh coming from stress and anxiety to more confidence and, and power and from that control and command to influence and trust, that's that's the massive change and all this will come actually when you will start to be become that leader in servant position or servant heart. And what would this move or shift gives you? Why we even talk about it? The first and most important is that it will help you yourself or help you to improve and reduce stress and mental burnout, but also it will help people around you to do the same. And you will reduce the feelings of overwhelm or desperation or, you know, that feeling of unfulfillment when we really don't know why we are here and in questioning everything and worrying about everything. But because you will understand the, the process and how you can become better internally, you will re- reduce all those mental blocks and limiting beliefs and stress and you will improve productivity and I don't, I can't even say what everything, but time management as well, communication, confidence, of course, influence, and you will reduce that feeling of resistance, you know, that negative feeling inside that we sometimes have, you know, that little bit of anger, frustrations, all that resistance uh, coming up, you will be able to, to reduce that. And for some people also get rid of that. Also reduce the brain fog or or some old habits that are not serving you. I'm so excited about this topic. It's probably the the one of the most important messages that I would like to share today or I'm sharing today. And yeah, I, I would love to help them. Is I, I decided to share five steps, uh, five simple areas or steps to actually become that great leader and, and what to focus on or what we need to change just to give you idea what we do in our leadership 6.0 course as well and and show you how important those those five things are in a, in our leadership 6 6.0 we have six methods but the sixth step is actually measurements that means i'm not going to teach you measurements because that will be probably 10 hour of our podcast and i don't want you to spend so much time with me right now that means i will give you something more lighter and something that you can do uh, without me and something that you can start to focus without me the first and most important thing is to bring awareness to your limiting beliefs or we call that premises some of them are deeper inside of us you know developed when we were children when we were very young and we can't even remember those we can't remember those situations they cause those that means we, we can have a lot of limiting beliefs they are not serving us and start a process like we call it hunting you know for your your thoughts they don't serve you or the thoughts or limits or beliefs they don't serve to your goals or, or, or desires and i can give you example let's say uh, for example when you want to become a great leader and see what actually doesn't serve you 
And what can be a limiting belief, as an example, is uh, I want to be a servant leader, right? But I'm scared if I let go of the controlling and focusing on daily KPIs and see everything what people do every second of their life or their day, that's massive limiting belief. Or I can give you same example from relationships. Um, you know, sometimes you may be annoyed by your wife or by your husband, right? The, the way how they do things, the way they take care of something and they don't care about other things or the way they respond or the, the way they treat kids or friends, whatever it is. But there can be something that really annoys you and you always tell them, always tell them how to do it. Like you should do this, you should do that. Uh, why you don't look at that? Uh, this is really bad. And, and we kind of almost criticizing, right? I want you to see that as a limit of yourself, not your husband or wife. Let me stop controlling them. Let them do things their own way. Let people do things their own way. And let them try try that. Because if you were still controlling them and telling them how to do things, they will never become, never take uh, ownership or they never become responsible for what they do. Because it's not their decision anymore. It's it's the way you told them to do things. That means really, really let go of that and accept that that people people will actually change if you stop controlling them and they will change to actually your way. That means you will be actually seeing things they change positive way. What is funny thing that when we let go of the 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 change becomes actually the change we want and. It will be amazing when you will control people with KPIs every day, every day and pushing on and pushing on them. And you're not going to focus on anything else, on their attitude or behaviors or, or what they believe in and, and let them breathe, let them do things their pace. You would you would be surprised how amazing results they can do or they can deliver. We did same thing with sales teams. There were sales teams that were doing like hundreds of call a, calls a day. And they call sometimes the same people. It was terrible. <laughs> it's, imagine that someone is calling you every day. You get same sales calls every day. But they were actually uh, fulfilling the quota. There was the quota of hundreds of calls, you know, uh, as a KPI. But they didn't succeed. The success rate was such a small, a conversion rate was such a small, crazy number. And we were like, wow, like your sales team is working so hard and achieving nothing or really tiny numbers. And you know, what they changed is to have less calls and talk about the quality of calls, what they say, how they say it, how they connect with people. And we let them to do it their way uh, and ask them to come from the heart, from real relationship creation, because we want them to connect with people. We want them to know what they need and not just sell them something they don't need. And they did only like tens of calls. They didn't do any hundreds of calls and they have massive conversion rate, much higher and I think that's that's example of, you know, limits. We, we focus on something and we believe it's so important. But when we see bigger picture, that we realize that small thing wasn't actually that important, even though it sounds so important in perspective of business. Of course, we want to watch KPIs, right? Anyway, I'm going too much into that. The second step is to be aware of, aware of your values. And as you know, there is a lot of values aligned uh, cultures and values that uh, companies has on the on the website but they don't really live and demonstrate the values that means from perspective of your personal values values are basically our emotional compass values are helping us to make right decisions and make right choices that means to being aware of what are our current values and what we need to create as aspirational values as a new compass and 
a new tool that will help us to actually live better life. It's really important. And more in our course, of course, we're doing a lot of value elicitations and we talk about your personal values and also your team values and how they can be implemented into team environment while creating this amazing culture, because that's what is important in leadership. But we need to start from ourselves. That means if your values are not the great ones and if you value control, you will never become a servant leader and you will never become the leader that builds trust because you try to control. That means there's a lot of things in this area and I will continue with the third step. Third step is um, to understanding your core drivers or needs. And we know human needs are probably all around the, the Google when you will Google it. I think the first one was Maslow hierarchy of needs. And of course we need that, uh, we need to build that need of security and safety. But what happens Uh, A lot of people are driven by one or two core values most of the time and that doesn't need to serve to you uh, to achieve great results or to serve you sustainable way. That means what we try to do is to understand which core needs are the ones that we actually, the ones that actually direct or guide our life the most and if those are resourceful or unresourceful. The, The fourth thing is to understand our thinking patterns, which relates to developmental stages as well, and also which are serving us or not, or it's a little bit of brain work as well, understand how to build a resilient and flexible brain through empathy and and thinking and uh, internal work. That means to understand our dark side and light side as, as an example, or understand if we are um, guiding or driving our life from below the line or above the line. There's a lot of models we will we will talk about from uh, from perspective of thinking. That means how we think. Are we in a victim position or are we empowered and we taking responsibility? Really have a look because those two are really important in your life. When you take responsibility and you understand that life is under your control. I mean, from perspective, you can control yourself. You can control what results you will get. You can control how you will behave, how you think. That is the most empowering thought in the world, that you can actually create what you want because you can create how you think and how you feel. And we know our thinking creates emotions and feelings. That means I will just ask you to take responsibility for that because all what you're feeling now is just creation of your thinking. That means thinking patterns are the most, most important and I love the mind work, brain work and we will go deeper into that in, uh, in our course, of course. The fifth and a very creative part of becoming a great leader is language and communication. When you go to Google and you Google the most important skill in the world, it will come up with communication and it's absolutely amazing because I realize, realize as well, it's, it's the most important part of influential skills or creating influence. We, we need to master communication. And how we, can, how we can master that is through our internal work. Because it's not communication from perspective what language we speak, but also understand how we use our language and how we use brain language and how the language can influence the thinking and brain and behaviors and how the visible communication happen and how we can change it. Because communication is not only about talking, but communication from different perspectives. Like, I can give you an example. There was research done in 1996 where they tested monkeys and their brains. They found 
while monkeys were eating peanuts, it fired up fired up some neurons and and made changes in their emotional brain brain and their emotions. That means they changed their activities. They were they were actually firing up internally. And what they did, they did same test. They put monkeys who were observing other monkeys that were eating peanuts. That means the observants they had the same neurons fired up and same emotional reactions and more. There was a lot of emotions and emotional brain was really activated. And that shows us we are constantly influencing others. We are affecting others all the time at home, in our team, all the time. Even when you're going on the street and you smile at someone, you make someone else better day, a better day to some, for someone else. We, we, fire, we fire up other people's brains, right? And neurons and emotions and and this is all attached to, the, to those emotions and, and memory brands. That means people remember that and they created behavior based on that. That means as a leader, when we do something once and we don't make other people feel really good because we say something that is maybe hurting them, they will memorize that, right? And we don't need to see that that way. That means if we need to change because we have responsibility as leaders to be better because we have natural power over other people's life and I know we teach people to take responsibility for their lives, but as a leader, we need to understand we are influencing them. We need to learn to be more sensitive, to see this micro body language and micro facial expressions, to ethically and inspirationally to actually respond that human need. And the way we, that way we will be able to create a culture where people actually are feeling seen, understood and heard and feel like they belong. And that's what we want. We want that inclusivity in our culture. That's our responsibility as a leader. Okay, that's all for now. More in our Leadership 6.0 program. I'm not going into details. I'm not going to talk too much more because it's already almost 20 minutes. I don't want to do this uh, for long. And please uh, check the links, check our other episodes of podcast, or just book, book a call and, and have conversation about Uh, servant leadership about you know becoming better leader and really really move yourself to that higher level of leadership where you will build trust and this amazing team collaboration engagement and more happiness in the team please contact us anytime and we are here we are always here to discuss and and help help you to brainstorm your ideas or check where you are at and maybe help you to move to to that great higher level of uh, leadership 